Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today we're talking about silver exploration in Mexico and I have great pleasure to be joined by Michael Connor, President and CEO of Vizsla Silver. Good morning, Michael. Hi, good morning, Paul. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Um, lots to talk about today. Um, let's start with a sort of drilling update from you. You recently uh, put out some results uh, from Copala and Copala 2, uh, structures which are at the uh, Panuco project in Sinolo in Mexico. Um, tell us about those and, and what they mean for the uh, for the project. Yeah, you know, these, these results here are a continuation of the uh, excellent drill results that we've been seeing from Copala. Copala has grown from, you know, a, a new discovery in 2021 into now uh, over 100 million ounces of silver equivalent uh, in this resource, and it continues to grow. It's, uh, you know, interesting with, with some of the news that's that's um, happened recently, but, you know, it's important to have very thick veins in, in Mexico with underground mining. And um, Copala on average is about 10 meters thick, so it is really a monster. And, um, you know, these results just keep coming from, from our exploration program there. You know, almost half a kilo over um, 18 meters. You know, excellent results. Uh, some some very high grade pulses in there as well. So, you know, we love seeing this. Um, you know, I think we'll see more of this out of Copella. Okay. Now you're working towards a resource update. When when can we expect to see that? And you know, what's going to be the sort of cutoff date for for drilling there? You know, that'll be um, later in the fall here. So we have you know probably a couple of months still to go. Um, you know, we are working towards that, um, that resource towards the end of the year. And um, I think it should be a, a meaningful material update in terms of um, contained ounces and also the quality of ounces. You know, we've, we've done some upgrading drilling in the terms in terms of, you know, going from inferred to indicated as well. So, you know, all of this is really trending towards, um, you know, us, you know, building the center of mass in the west of the, the project here at Copala, Napoleon, Tijitos, Cristiano. And, um, you know, this collection of veins here really underpinned by Copala, you know, is the, uh, the foundation of the resource, the mine plan, you know, everything that we'll, we'll use to go into, you know, into production here with this project. Uh, but it represents such a small portion of that overall district. Okay. Now, with the resource update coming out, as you say, in a couple of months, you must be sort of getting near that sort of cutoff point for, for the drilling that you will incorporate into that. Um, what will the drilling plan be? after that will it be continue to sort of try to look to upgrade inferred to indicated resource expansion on the western part or will you be sort of focusing more on the upside potential in the eastern part of the property yeah you know so that yeah so the uh, the cutoff you know is expected in in the fall here um you know we haven't given any specific dates on that that resource yet um but it's clear you know that the the nature of the project is is shifting in a sense you know we um we started off as really greenfields exploration in a brownfields district. Um, the end of 2019, over the last few years, we've we've you know amassed the uh, the world's largest undeveloped high-grade silver resource here. And naturally, as you move along and the upgrades come to uh, to drilling um, and to the resource, you know you start to see a divergence of um, you kind of a project team, a project development de-risking team, and then exploration and. You know, something interesting has happened too recently with our, um, you know, our investment in Prismo and the technical committee uh, with Peter McGaw uh, and Jesus, our, our vice president of exploration. You know, we've we've now taken a step back from the the district as a whole, and we're taking a look at it as you know a um, you know a regional uh, exploration 
um, concept and and just seeing what you know we're, we're kind of taking a step back from the, the resources that we've drilled and looking really closely at the veins that we have and, and looking at this region and, and this district as a whole and as a result of that you know I think we're going to come up with some some very exciting uh, discoveries and uh, exploration targets potentially outside of that center of mass but the center of mass that we have here in the west is going to continue to grow you know, we, we really haven't even found the natural limitations of Copala, even of Napoleon and La Luisa, our new, new discovery. So, um, you know, there's kind of two pieces to it. There's the near mine or near project, near, near resource development, um, uh, exploration work that we're doing in the West. And then there's the rest of this, you know, very large district that we're, we're looking at, um, you know, through a very scientific lens in terms of exploration. So going forward, there will be that kind of divergence, I believe, of um, of strategies there. Okay, thank you, Michael. Now, looking forward to sort of next year when you uh, plan to do the PEA. What, what's your scope there? What, what, what is your thought about you know what, what you're going to put together there? Well, you know, I think what will be important when we think about the PEA is you know, and I and I, I spent the last few months marketing in the, in the United States and um, talking to various funds and, and groups, and you know. I, I think it's difficult when you have um, a project that has a capex that's you know five times the the market cap cap of the company and you know kind of unattainable in terms of uh, you know a, a company um, going after that and, and doing it themselves. What I think will be interesting about Vizla's economics and um, the Panuco project in particular is uh, you know is this something that we can do in terms of capex on our own? Um, you know. What does it take for us to uh, to basically build this and, and go into production in, in a short period of time? And I think when we look at other uh, companies in, the, in in Mexico and in the silver space, you know, specifically Silvercrest, you know, in terms of their capex um, starting off the mine, you know, they've did that for about 150 million dollars U.S. You know, we know that our project is actually more accessible. It's off of two highways. There's high tension power that runs through the property. This is a Brownfields district. We have all of that excellent infrastructure. So, you know, I think it's going to be important for, for Beasla to see what, what's possible in terms of CapEx, um, you know, something that's accessible and attainable. And then, you know, I think the high grade nature and these, these thick veins here are also important as they, they have the potential to drive economics very positively for the company. So, you know, it is very early for us to, um, to get into specifics and um, you know, looking at kind of what 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 the PEA or, or what a production scenario might look like. Um, but if we look at some of our comps, you know, we can get an idea of, of capex. Um, you know, I, I don't think this is a, a four hundred million dollar, five hundred million dollar capex. I think it's far less than that. Um, and uh, you know, we know that with the resource that we have in the West, there's already a very meaningful mine life there. And again, that's just scratching the surface. There's there's just so much more for us to discover here. Really, that resource that we have sits on less than 10% of the veins. We still have 90% of the veins left to explore here. And, and those are just the ones that we know about. Thank you, Michael. Now, you mentioned Silvercrest, and um, Silvercrest put out a, a technical report update uh, this week. And uh, I think it'd be fair to say that their stock got hammered. The market didn't like what they were telling it. Um, you know, a tough market. To what extent or not is that perhaps informing your your view on how you're going to sort of develop the PEA? Because a lot of companies use the PEA very much as a to talk about the, the blue sky potential, very promotional. Um, 
is that going to be your approach or are you perhaps thinking of being you know a little bit more conservative given given the experience that silvercrest has had you know um the market didn't like what it saw silvercrest share price got punished yeah i think it's really important to to be conservative in all all aspects here you know there's there's really nothing to be gained by um being overly promotional or, or trying to pad something because at the end of the day we want to be um you know building and operating this so if that's the case, you know, it doesn't doesn't um, doesn't benefit anybody. So, you know, there's a few distinct differences. You know, some of the issues there, of course, is, you know, pinching and swallowing of structures and, and um, narrow veins and things like that. And, you know, really, when you have narrow veins and pinching and swallowing, you have substantial dilution and that really hurts your margin. And, um, you know, when we look at Vizsla and Copala in particular, Copala especially is, you know, a 10 meter thick on average, it does pinch and swell, but where it swells, it goes to 80 meters and where it pinches, it goes, you know, to, to five to 10 meters. So, you know, a huge, huge structure. Um, and it carries excellent grade, you know, multi-kilo grades in some cases that on average close to half a kilo or well over half a kilo, I should say. So, you know, having thickness, having grade, having mineralization near surface is important. Um, so I don't think, you know, we, I think we can be objective. I think we can be conservative and, you know, the PEA should, should really, I would think, generally speak for itself in that sense. But some of the you know things that we you know we certainly look at, um, and we would look at even without the the recent issues with Silvercrest, of course, is you know geotech drilling. Um, we've we budgeted and been working with um, consultant groups on geotech drilling, understanding really the rock mechanics, understanding what's important here in an underground mining scenario. Uh, that's that's critical. Um, but we do know that. You know, for the last 400 years, they've been mining underground in this district, and I've been underground in in um, you know tens of kilometers of underground workings here in Panuco. We know that there is good uh, rock competency and, and geotech there, so we do have a few clues that help, right? The the, the historic mining, um, the you know the centuries of historic mining, it, it are really helpful clues that there is you know the, the potential here to operate a, a large scale underground mine, um, and and. You know, a high margin one potentially with with good grades and and good thicknesses. Well, thank you, Michael. Uh, I think uh, I better clarify that I wasn't suggesting that uh, Silvercrest's previous technical reports were promotional or overly promotional, and the 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 report update they did was based on operating results and things they're actually seeing now that they're actually mining, uh, which I guess changes things from the. The, not necessarily the hypothetical, but the academic to the real. Um, okay, let's well, talk just about maybe even a, a point to that. It, it's it's and you know it's certainly important to have that confidence by going underground and, and taking a look at the structure that you're mining. You can reconcile the you know the resource drilling with real life results, of course, right? And it's not just Silvercrest, but we you know we saw that with with Gatos as well. Um, you know, so you know there are risks like that in, in underground mining. It's um, you know, unfortunately for silver, this is where you've got to go is, you know, mostly in Mexico and, and mostly underground mines. It's um, it's kind of, you know, the world needs more silver and this is how we get it. So um, and, and it's an important thing to know. And, it you know, it reminds me, of course, that, um, you know, we are planning to do underground development work ahead of, um, you know, develop ahead of uh, building the mine and building the mill and things like that. And I expect that we probably should have some news out on that. You know, in the coming quarters, um, on when we plan to get underground, but that's going to be very helpful to to you know set eyes and set hands on on that Copala vein. 
And and with Vizsla specifically, you've got a very healthy treasury to do the the work programs that you need to do to get the the level of confidence in the in the technical aspects of the project. Uh, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, we we have about forty million dollars in the bank right now, and um, you know we. You mentioned the 90,000 meter drill program, of course, this year. And so we'll be um, completing that, you know, on budget and, and um, you know, end the year off with uh, with strong treasury and um, look to the, kind of the, the next year with, um, you know, with a strong treasury as well. Okay. Now, uh, the resource update is going to be one of the sort of key highlights or milestones coming out from the company in the next six months. What other things can we expect to see from you? I would expect that uh, we should be able to put out our Copala metallurgy, another de-risking milestone for the company. Um, that should be in the coming weeks here, I would say. And you know, we still have uh, you know six rigs turning across the district here. We you know, despite the market conditions, we have a meaningful drill program. Um, you know, we will hit that 90,000 meters um, target by the end of the year. And that's going to generate a lot of news for us. La Luisa continues to grow. We're very excited about La Luisa. Uh, but of course, we, we have most of our drill focus on Copala and, um, you know, expanding to the north, to the south, doing, doing um, other drilling on the structure in between uh, the two ends. And, um, you know, I think there's, there's the potential for some really good discovery, really good expansion and um, some great news just from the drill bit still. Well, we'll certainly be covering the news as and when it comes out. Bizla Silver trades on the TSXV and the New York Stock Exchange under VZLA. Michael Connor, President and CEO, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. And that's all for me. Stay tuned to my next Doctor for more CEO interviews. <laughs>